Hey y'all, I'm Elisa. And I'm Samantha. And welcome to Watch for Deer. Welcome back y'all to Watch for Deer. It's another amazing episode brought to (laughs) you from me and her. And she has a really funny story to share today. I know. I posted on Facebook (laughs) and Elisa said, you have got to tell everybody this because they're going to laugh. And I said, okay, I'll tell them. I'm setting in, first of all, you need to know that I have a golden retriever that's not even a year old yet, but he's, he's like fully grown, but he's, he's dumb. He's gorgeous. He is dumb. And his name's Charlie. Okay. So, and he, he's in the house. I am leaning in the recliner, feet propped up, drinking my coffee, early morning, enjoying my morning. It's my favorite part of the day. Peaceful. So peaceful. Charlie comes in and he is playing with the chew bone. And it's a tiny little piece of chew bone, or at least what I thought was a chew bone, right? Because why would I not think that it was a chew bone? Right, right. Right. And I'm watching TV, and my TV's hung up on the wall, so I can see Charlie out of the corner of my eye playing, but I'm not paying any attention, you know, to really, I'm watching I'm watching the news or something. Charlie's doing Charlie. I have my coffee up to my lips, and I hear, or I feel <laughs> on my chest, and I was like, okay, and through my coffee cup, like I moved it away from my lips and I looked down and I had <laughs> a dead wet mouse <laughs> laying on my chest and what happened next I actually cannot tell you everything that happened next I can tell you what happened at the end I went from the reclining position to standing up now from point A to point B, I don't know how I hurt myself. She lost minutes, y'all. I lost, Legit <laughs> lost minutes. I really did. Like I think and this is what I said on Facebook, I think I had like a I've heard like when bad things happen, your brain shuts down and like your body just takes over. And I think maybe that's what happened. <laughs> because I went from reclining to standing. That mouse was on my chest and it was wet. <laughs> but when I was standing there when I kinda like came to I guess because I was so afraid (laughs) my knees were busted all to pieces and I don't remember really my knees hitting the ground like I thought I just jumped up but I think I fell and then jumped up (laughs) so she fell forward hit your knees and then hopped up so I'm screaming and you may want to turn your volume down three two one pick it up Charlie Charlie pick it up He picks that mouse up and jumps on the couch and looks at me and he's so proud and he's kind of scared because I'm screaming for him to pick it up. (laughs) And I, he's just standing there and he stands there for the longest time. So I took a, took a picture and I posted it on my Facebook and Elise is going to post this picture (laughs) because it's the funniest picture of Charlie standing with that mouse. He's so proud, mama. But I did eventually, I got him to pick the mouse up from the couch again. And to the front door, and with me screaming at him, really, and my knees are throbbing. Like, my, like I hurt myself, and I don't know how I did. I was so scared. He Finally, I kept pointing for him to pick it up, and he picked it up, and I'd open up the door, and he would drop it, and then he would run outside, and I would scream at him again for him to pick it up. And finally, he did come back in, pick it up, and he dropped it on the steps. But my husband, who was coming home from work that morning, he goes, how, you know, how's your morning been so far, honey? <laughs> and I started bawling. I was crying so hard. And 
He said, what is wrong with you? He thought somebody had passed away. And I said, I was trying to tell him and I I had this little wet spot on my chest because it just happened. And it was just a really traumatic, it was a really traumatic (laughs) experience for me. And I really thought that I was made of the tough stuff. You know, like I thought, you know, I'm a tough, tough woman. You're a tough farm girl. And I am a tough woman. I'm a tough woman. Never thought in my life that a dead, wet mouse would be what brought me literally to, to my your knees. knees. <laughs> <laughs> to my knees. To her knees. And the stories mm. that happen here on the farm anyways are hilarious. Yes. But um, we could probably do a whole podcast just on farm stories. Yeah. My goat, Ethel, we are waiting for her to give birth. She is so wide like today. Like her belly is so out there. And I, I'm so excited about being... Um, um, a goat Grammy. A, a goat Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> you a goat but, Grammy. But uh, a lot of funny stuff happens here, and I love to laugh and I love to smile. It makes it. I, I think it just makes the world a better place. <laughs> well, when so. you posted that picture and I seen Charlie's face, he was so freaking proud. Like <laughs> I have to. Like I will share these pictures with you because. The pride on Charlie's face and his ears are pinned back. Though you can tell that he's, he's you can tell that he's, he's and he's smiling. Yeah, he's he's smiling. He's so proud of his yeah. darn mouse. And and Samantha was screaming, and Charlie's like, "Oh my gosh, mom! I know, I know, I got it for you! I got it for you!" I know. I was like, "Dag on you, Charlie!" Oh my gosh! And then, but I came home and or Scott came home and I started crying, and he thought something really bad had happened it was just a mouse and <laughs> nope, just a mouse so i am a very very tough lady but apparently i have my limits and i found <laughs> what it was she found her limit if that thing would have been alive oh let me tell you elisa i would not be doing this podcast with you right now so i know we're we're going off on a tangent but you said had it been alive You've also had a live ground squirrel in the house, oh, too. Yeah. So how how <laughs> how my animals get these? I have a cat, Thomas J, and he really enjoys catching animals and bringing them in the house. And one time he brought a a, a chipmunk in the house. <laughs> he brought a chipmunk in the house, and it it wasn't even injured. I mean, this thing he let it go, and it screamed and went full blast into my bathroom. My bathroom's kind of big. It is big. And so I closed the bathroom door and my daughter is here and she's 17 at the time. And I closed the bathroom door and I put a towel underneath of it because I didn't want it to run back out. And I was like, Emily, Emily. And she's like, what? I'm like, there is a chipmunk in our bathroom running races. Like it is. I could hear it squawking and I could hear its little like, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Like I could hear that. And it was. That's I hilarious. mean, it was just flying. So I was like, okay, I got this. No big deal. I come down here and I get Scott's welding gloves on, right? Because that's what you do. Because I I do have like a weird fear of rabies. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean. I have a that's, very that's weird. a good fear. So I thought, I'm going to put one. these welding gloves on. And they're humongous on my hand. So it looks like I have two, just like <laughs> <laughs> two bath mitts on my hands. And we're trying to catch that ground squirrel and or the chipmunk. I can't catch it. I cannot. My son comes home. He goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm trying to catch this chipmunk that Thomas J has brought into this house and we cannot catch it. And we're on the bathroom. Me and Emily's in there crawling around trying to catch it. It's squawking at us. All you can hear is me screaming and this. (laughs) And he goes, really? Really? He goes, he gets a blanket, a heavy blanket, throws it on top of it, picks it up and sets it free. (laughs) 
after wrestled with that thing. After I had wrestled with that chipmunk <laughs> and prayed to the Lord to help me because I was like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get rabies. So we have stories. So many stories. So many stories. Share. So many stories. So I wanted to also just let you guys know that things are kind of crazy right now within our personal lives. Um and exciting. They're not and exciting. It's not crazy it's bad. Crazy. It's crazy exciting. Yeah, just crazy exciting. Yeah. Like crazy busy, crazy exciting. Um, so, you know, we apologize for the lack of episode earlier in the week. You know, we, we were trying to get on a schedule where we do Tuesdays and Fridays. However, we kind of got talking and got thinking it might be easier just to go and just kind of preface that we're just going to do a Friday episode. Yeah. We're going to do a Friday episode. If we do do any extras, we can slot them in there as like a bonus episode. Yeah, just, just a, a bonus hey, episode. we had an extra moment. Here you go. Yeah, we both have exciting <laughs> things coming up. Yeah. Elisa got a promotion, and I'm so yeah, proud of her. So, you. and But we were talking about it, and we want we want quality over quantity. Yeah, I don't want to have to just, you know, I don't want to go, and I don't want to copy and paste from an internet site. You know, I yeah. purchase books. I try to read those books, and I try to go in-depth as much as I can. So, I think at this point, it's just better to let you guys know that we're going to try for one good, solid episode mm-hmm. on a Friday anything else will be hopefully you know a short sweet bonus episode so you know it sucks but it's life it's life what, it's what you get that's right we and gotta adjust pivot we gotta pivot we gotta pivot you gotta pivot like, we gotta pivot like friends we gotta pivot yeah so we're gonna pivot yeah so today we are going to be discussing um the curious case of Natalia Grace. Natalia Grace. Now I do know I do know I did watch one documentary on it. I am up to date a little bit on it. I've not watched you the haven't new. watched the second. I've not watched Ooh. the new stuff. So I know that you've done a lot more research than I have. Yeah, I'm d de- I've watched that and this case was suggested by a few people, more than one. So um I started watching it, you know, it was freezing temperatures and I was like what like the first episode i was like what and oh was that when you episode, watched it when like, we what? when we had that snowstorm last <laughs> yeah. week yeah do you yeah. know what i did last week what i put my work clothes on and i was outside with the animals busting ass Ugh. and busting my ass too <laughs> i was times. wrapped up in a heating blanket mm-hmm. no watching no. natalia grace the heat's in the tools elisa the heat's in my heating blanket no boom. the heat's in the tools i pay for that heat <laughs> So, this is what we're talking about today. If you are not familiar with her, there is a series on HBO Max called Curious Case of Natalia Grace, Natalia (laughs) Speaks. So, it's kind of like a season one, season two. I'm going to cover the whole thing, the whole shebang. But I'm going to kind of break it up into like part one, part two, Mm -hmm. just because after watching the whole thing, it's like the first part is focused more on... Her adopted mom and dad's, mm-hmm. whereas the second part is focused more from her point of view. Okay, so the second part is what mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, okay. so you're going to love it. Okay. So, so this is going to be really, really fun. <clears throat> so, Natalia, at the time this starts, is assumed to be a six-year-old orphan from the Ukraine. She has, I'm going to butcher this word. Okay. I don't think I, here, can you say this? You say it. Spondylopetial. <laughs> try that fondalo 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 
It's spondyloepiphyseal. There you go. Dysplasia. Yeah. Sponda, I got that word. Spondyloepiphyseal. There you go. the word. Yeah. Can you try to say it again? <laughs> Fondyloepiphyseal. It don't even start with an F. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even start with an F, people. Oh, That's not... That even start with... <laughs> it always start with... <laughs> Anyways, she has that. She has spondyloepiphyseal. Dysplasia, mm-hmm. which is a rare bone disorder. This disorder involves the enlargement of the area at the end of the long bones. So we're talking like the hips, the shoulders, and it's classified as a type 2 collagen defect and affects the structure of the connective tissue, which is the collagen, that supports many parts of the body. People with this condition usually have mild changes in their facial features. So meaning as they grow, they don't necessarily change their looks. Keep this in the back of your mind. And hold on to it. Okay. So you're saying that she looks like like a kid all the time, or she looks like an adult all the time. So or? their facial features don't really change too much. Mm-hmm. So you know how your bones grow. Yeah. They they kind of stay the same. Okay. Let's meet Natalia's soon to be adoptive parents, Christine and Michael Barnett. Christine grew up Amish, but left her community to marry Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael is a businessman who'd been working in retail at the time. Now, the Barnetts have three sons. Their oldest, Jacob, is a genius. Now, Christine is an author and speaker and has created Jacob's Place, which is a nonprofit learning center for special needs children like her son, who has autism. This young man is so gifted in physics. Think Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Okay, He's, this kid's brilliant. Things were going wonderful for the Barnetts. They had a huge house, fancy cars. They went on elaborate vacations, and they had plenty of money in the bank. In 2010, they decided to adopt a little girl and found a perfect match from Haiti. Unfortunately, due to the hurricane, Haiti shut their borders down before they could get their sweet little girl. An adoption agency in Florida then calls them and tells them that they have a little girl who's six, and she's an orphan from Ukraine, but they only have 24 hours to decide if they want to adopt her or not. So this right here for me is a red flag. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a big decision to adopt a child, and that would give me anxiety if someone called and said, hey, we got a kid for you, but you only have 24 hours to think about it, okay? But didn't they really already decide to adopt a child, though? They had already decided to adopt a child. However, I feel like, and I don't know, I've never adopted a kid, but I just feel. Well, you married Clinton. That's like adopting a child. Well, very true. I have three kids. (laughs) Three. One very large (laughs) kid. Um, but I feel like if you're going to adopt a kid, like you need to meet the child, you need to interact with this child and see if they're a good fit. Like, I know, like you want the kid to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some sort of connecting, some sort of bond Mm -hmm. there. I feel like Mm -hmm. for it to be successful. Okay. So, um, they were so anxious. So they hop on a plane, go meet their Their new daughter, Natalia. It is a closed adoption. They sign the papers. They take this sweet brown-haired, brown-eyed girl home with them. Now, they take her to Disney World. Okay? Mm -hmm. Take her to Disney World. And she sees her prior adopted mom at Disney. And she was like, Mama. And Christine's like, No, I'm your mom now. 
you know, and they go on, they go about their Disney, you know, world vacation. Well, that night. That's really sad. That's so sad. I didn't know that part. That's really, that's, that's really so sad. sad. Yeah. Yeah. She said that she had seen her, her previous. Could you imagine getting dropped off by your adopted mom to a new family who you really haven't even met yet? And then seeing your mom at Disney World with no. her family. No. No, I can't imagine that. There's a lot of bad things that happen. There's a though. lot. That's, that's heartbreaking, but go it, on. It is very heartbreaking. So Christina's getting Natalia ready for a bath and yells at her husband to come here for a second. And they both stand there confused. Natalia, who is six, has pubic hair. How can a six-year-old have pubic hair? So they sort of brush it off and try not to be too concerned with it because in all actuality, like, they're here to give her a loving home. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's going on. She may have some, you know, some, there's a reason. Right. There could be a reason why she has hair. Okay. Everything seems to be going great with their new daughter, but suddenly things change. They later discover she has a period. She's been hiding socks that she has used as pads in her room. And Christine had found them. So now the Barnetts begin to question, well, how old is Natalia? She's very little. She's a very tiny. She's very she's little. very tiny. Yeah. So at this point in time, she's six, seven. Supposedly. Supposedly. Wait, allegedly. allegedly. She's six or seven. She has periods. She has pubic hair, whatever. Um, so they're kind of like, what's going on? You know, typically a young girl has her period, you know, young as 10, 9, you know, every now and then. It's not super common, but they can have it, you know, pretty young. Mm -hmm. But she's six. Did you know I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true or not, but did you know that I read somewhere that it's the hormones. In the food. In the food and the milk that are causing girls to reach puberty faster now than what they did back 50 50 60 70 years yeah, ago yeah i think back i mean back you know like you said 50 60 70 years ago yeah i think it was more common for you to be you know in middle school almost going into high school before I think you it, had a period I, I, I think high school yeah so i mean this is super early kids you know in third fourth fifth grade having yeah. having a menstrual cycle but anyways so um now they're like how old is she really so they start prodding her for more information, trying to figure out just exactly who <coughs> she is. Now, Natalia's behavior becomes drastic. She's misbehaving. She's acting out. She's lying. The Barnetts discover there is another child in Indiana who has the exact same condition Natalia does. And she's the same age. So they decide to let these two girls meet. This little girl walks in, and let me just tell you, compared to Natalia, she is so small. Like, there is such a huge difference between these two girls. Now, Natalia's bone structure is that of a full-grown adult. Like, you can clearly see the definition in her cheeks. Her head is larger. Her body is larger. She has more body mass. And this other little one, like, she's she's a tiny girl. And we'll post pictures yeah, of that, I did. Too. Now, I did see that part. I mean, like, the, you, one, Natalia looks 
more grown up. I don't want to say that she looks like an adult. Like an adult. Yeah. She does look older. Right. But, and the little girl beside of her actually looks like a little, like a six year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a six year old girl for sure. Yeah. So after the interaction, they realize that Natalia can even communicate like an older child. So they're like, there's no way that Natalia and Therese is the same age. There's just no way. And again, I said I'll post this picture on our social media as well so you guys can see it too. Now, Natalia never talked about her time in Ukraine. She never mentioned anything. So they know a person who's Ukrainian and begins speaking to Natalia. They thought it'd be a good idea to have someone who knows her native tongue to come in and just have a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. Give her that little piece of home. They start talking to Natalia and she just stubs up. She doesn't say a word. And she clearly has never heard a word spoken in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just... And they said she doesn't, like, she doesn't have an accent. And for four days after this interaction, Natalia didn't speak at all. Oh. At all. She shut down for four days. So, tensions are beginning to rise along with suspicions about who Natalia really is. They find out that Natalia has been hiding knives under her bed. Mm -hmm. They ask her why she has them. And she simply tells them she's going to kill them as they sleep. And then one night they hear a noise. And Michael wakes up to see Natalia standing at the end of their bed holding a butcher knife. I wonder if that really happened. She would try and bait the younger kids to run into traffic by throwing their favorite toys in the street. Now this situation is becoming super stressful and potentially dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the Barnetts do what any good parents would do. They start seeing a therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do? You get the kid help. Yeah. Hold on. Are you going to go a little bit more in-depth with the the Barnetts? Absolutely. Okay. Going in-depth. Because when you said good parents, I wanted to vomit. No. We are going way in-depth. Okay. Keep in mind, this story has part one and part two. Okay. We are not done yet. Okay. So, they decide to get her in to see therapists. And they find one who pulls them aside and they look at them straight in the eye and they're like, um, Natalia, she's dangerous. She's a sociopath. So let's define that. Let's define that term. Mm -hmm. This is one of the scariest diagnoses. Sociopaths have no feelings or regards of others' feelings. Like they, they don't care. They lie for personal gain. They don't learn from punishment or any type of correction. They're very manipulative, and they try to charm others. Their behavior is impulsive, and they can't control that. These behaviors continue to go on with the Barnetts. One morning, Natalia wakes up and asks to help Christine with the dishes. And Christine's like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. She pulls a chair up. Natalia's helping wash dishes. Christine walks away for a brief second. She comes back, she takes a drink of her coffee that she left sitting on the countertop, and she screams. Natalia had poured Ponsol into her coffee. (gasps) Christine yells at her and asks her why she would do that, and Natalia responds calmly, I'm trying to kill you. Well, this kid is giving me the creeps, y'all. Like, seriously, like, I have goosebumps. Like, she is giving me the creeps standing in the bed at the end of the night. Like, something's not right. The Barnetts are now trying to seek medical help at this point. The medical professionals tell them there really is no help. 
She needs to be monitored at all times. You cannot take your eyes off her. You cannot let her in a room with your other children. She needs 24-7. She needs to be watched. So there's an event that happens on their son's birthday. This is a trip to a creamery. So what happens is, you know, they haven't been able to take family vacations. They haven't been able to do anything as a family since bringing Natalia into their family. Mm -hmm. So they decide for his birthday, they're going to take him to a creamery. He loves milk cows. Loves Mm -hmm. milk cows. They're going to go milk a cow. They're going to a dairy farm. So fun. Yeah. So fun. That would be so fun. It really is. I've been to a farm to to milk a cow. I'm 40. I've never milked a cow. It was Elisa. Never milked it a was, cow. It was so much fun. And when they show you how to do it and you can't really do it at first and then you get the hang of it and there's this rhythm. A rhythm to there's it. There's a rhythm yeah. to it. And then you can hear it hitting the bucket. Yeah. Oh, success. Like, oh, the warm wave of, of success just yes. rolls over your body. You're so excited. So they take, they're like, we're going to take him. We're going to have him milk a cow. So the Michael and the three boys are walking down and they have to sign a waiver because of the electric fence, obviously. So, they sign the waiver. They're walking down. Natalia's kind of slowing off. Like, she's kind of, you know, it's it's a long walk. You know, this is a pastor. Like, just, it's a long walk. I would think that she wouldn't be able to walk it either because she's I very, how, she's what is so her stature? Tiny. Like, how tall is she? She's like three foot. That's what I'm saying. She's I would so think tiny. that even if she was an adult, that she would need some kind of handicap. She also has a disability. Um, you know, she's Accessible. Disabled. Yes. Um chair or something like a motorized chair or something you know or even a stroller yeah she is a young child if she is a child she's a young child you could push her in a stroller so she kind of slows down and she ends up stopping and sitting down yeah but go ahead and tell this story because i'm going to interrupt you with horse in a minute (laughs) so go ahead i know this story so she um you know christine comes back and she was like go on go take him i'll take care of natalia so she was like, my feet are hurting. I can't walk anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And in just a few moments, Michael says he can hear Christine screaming. Mm-hmm. He looks back and they are in like a confrontation. They said that Natalia had been trying to push Christine into the electric fence. Horse. So with that being said that's you know they call the ambulance they load her up uh they take natalia to the mental hospital now she spends time in this mental facility now here she really shows a different side of her she begins to talk and proposition the other males regarding sexual acts and favors she also confesses that she's been trying to kill the family several of the employees commented about the way she talked and acted and was a full-on adult She had breasts. She spoke like an adult, often speaking of sexual things. The mental hospital calls the Barnetts and tell them to come get her. They cannot handle this girl. One night, the cops are called to a case of child neglect. The cop becomes (coughs) suspicious and begins investigating Natalia. He brings these dogs, and they find that she isn't the same girl in the picture. Did you say dogs or dogs? Documents. Thank you. Dogs. Thank you. Well, dogs. I, I wasn't for sure. He brings these dogs. No. Documents. He brings these documents and they find that she isn't the same girl in the picture. She has not grown since they brought her home in 2006. It is 2010. She hasn't grown. 
he suggests that they go have her re-aged by the courts. Now, that's a very common thing with foreign records, that the birth information is bogus or incorrect. Um, they changed her age from 8 years old to 22 years old. I don't know how. Like, 22 years old. That is a... I can understand. Child to an adult. Like, that's... Going to, like, 12, 13. Yeah. From 8 to 22. That's a whole nother life. I don't even know how you could do that. They made an educated guess as to what she appeared to be. Now, re-aging is common among foreign adoptees, but jumping that far in age is bonkers to me. Her facial features, they used her teeth, the fact that she had a menstrual cycle. Medical professionals used all of this to issue her a new birth date to 1989. The Barnetts now get her an apartment and they get her set up with that. Now, they do check on her occasionally and drop off groceries, so on and so forth. So, Natalia is there in the apartment for a year. Now, in that year that she's there, there are several incidents that happen with the neighbors in the apartment complex and surrounding homes. <laughs> she begins just walking into her neighbor's homes and apartments, rummaging through their cabinets, like through a, their fridge. Like a child would? Maybe. Like a child? An alleged? Alleged. Alleged. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Child. Yeah. Just like a child. When she first moves in, people are really concerned for her because they see her out. She's lugging in this um, garbage can. You know, and the garbage can's bigger than she is. And she's so small. She's so small. This is... She's so <laughs> small. So crazy and they're like, me. where's your mom? And she was like, I'm 22. I'm, I'm not living with my mom. And they're like, okay. Well, they start talking to her and having conversations. And they're like, okay, you know, she can communicate like an and adult. And they think Maybe because of is. her disability, right. And her disability, right. too, because she's very small. She's so small. She's very small. So, because of her disability, yep. they sure, I guess it's possible. So, she lives here for a year at the apartment complex. But they end up not renewing her lease. So, they have to go and rent another place for her. Christine finds her an apartment that's in the vicinity of a store, a bus stop, and a GED center. Well, that too. Wait before you say that. I want to go back. Uh, the people in the other apartment yes. where she lived a year, um, they had mentioned too in that documentary, because I watched the first one, I watched mm -hmm. the first documentary, that she was very, um, she was unclean. Like her hygiene was not yes. up to, you know. And she smelled really bad. She smelled. And they would get to the point, too, that they would shut the door if they saw her coming because she was very needy. Yes. And she would want to play with the kids, and she would play on the toys with the kids, not yeah. like a 22-year-old would, would do. do. You know, because... Yeah. So, <laughs> it's amazing to me how... And, and they would shut the door on her because they were told that she was 22. Right. And I guess because of her disability that she looked like it is possible that she could be an adult, you know, yeah. or also a child. Uh, but, yeah, and so these neighbors were getting aggravated with her and stuff. And doesn't that one neighbor say at one point that he feels really bad? Like, did he say that or did yeah. – or I read it somewhere. Yeah, no, it's – it's they, they they he said that him and his wife felt really bad for Natalia. He was like, she smelled, you know, her hair was always nappy and greasy. It was never combed. He was like, we felt really sorry for her. Yeah. So, um, so they move her into this new apartment, um, but this new apartment, it's a two-story home. 
she is disabled, regardless whether she's a child or whether she's an adult. She's disabled. How is she supposed to live there? There's zero accommodations. It's a bad town too, and it's right? Bad. It's it's a it's, very bad part of of the neighborhood. It's a it's a bad it's, it's a bad shady. place. It's yeah, shady. it's scary. There's a lot of crime. A lot of crime that Me happens there. Me being an adult, I would not stay there, let alone an eight year old. Well, yeah. I'd say by this time she's like ten. Still ten. How you know? And they take her cell phone. There's no landline in the apartment. How is she supposed to call for help if she needed it? I mean, even if she wasn't a child, she still needed a caregiver. Right. She needed help. Right. She needed help. One day, Natalia just disappears. The Barnetts find out that she met this lady, Cynthia, and she had moved in with her and her family. Cynthia took Natalia down to the SSI office and had her benefits transferred to Cynthia's name. Now, I can see why she done this. She's living with this lady who was nice enough to take care of her. Why wouldn't she? So, Natalia gets evicted. As, and Cynthia sublets her apartment. Natalia ends up living with Cynthia for five years. And I'm really sad for this child or mm-hmm. adult or whatever she is. Yeah. Because at this point, it really just sounds like she just wants to be taken care of. She needs to be taken care of. She just needs support, family, friends. And Christine is an evil, manipulative person. Yeah. So after detectives speak with Cynthia, they decide to investigate the Barnetts. Nothing is what it seems with them. In the beginning of the series, I was totally on the Barnett's side. But the more that I watched the series, the more I began switching sides. I, I don't I don't know if I was on their side or not, but I just there's something about that Michael. first episode. There's I just was like, something mm. about Michael. I'm telling you, just there's something about him and. I think maybe it's a little cowardice, coward, cowardice. Is He's that a just, word? You know, know, like a. a he makes chi- me want to vomit. For, for lack of a better word, chicken. You he, know, he makes me. And he vomit. just doesn't. I'm just not. I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Well, we've already revoked his man card, so. You revoked his man card. I, I did. Didn't take it. I took it. I didn't take it. I took it. it and shredded it, and he ain't ever getting it back. I would because I don't <laughs> think maybe he had one. No, I don't no. think he had one to revoke. So, eventually, Michael and Christine divorce, and it is ugly. Michael is blaming Christine, saying she was evil and abusive. Now, keep in mind, Michael had assault and battery on his record as well a few years prior to adopting Natalia. They both get charged with child neglect, as the detectives do think that Natalia is indeed a minor. Because she is. Because she's a baby. Yes. The more I got into this series, the more I, like, felt suspicious of the Barnett's. Of course, Michael is blaming Christine. Christine blames Natalia. Christine is convinced that Natalia is an imposter and has been lying to them the entire time. Christine ain't convinced of nothing. She's doing it for her own good. Christine was hiding knives in her room. Or, I'm sorry. (laughs) Natalia was hiding knives in her room. She was probably trying to protect herself. Yeah. Like, seriously. She, you know, Michael admits (laughs) to watching Christine beat this child down several times. And he does a demonstration of one of these beatings. Christine was supposed to have given Natalia. And I swear it's Gavin. Gavin? No. Gave Natalia. You said Gavin. That's not even a little (laughs) word. I mean, that's not even kind of a word. It's like gave and given. You pushed it together. I gave it. No. They gave in a beating. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how you say it. They gave in a beating and buried him. When he does that, when he does that, that um, jumps on the ground and he's just like, Bam, bam, bam. I mean. He's dramatic. He He's dramatic and it's so violent. It's aggressive. It is it's so very aggressive. Vi- There's nothing there. Like he's just reenacting. 
But it's so like you can see that he is so angry and and scary and he's just so violent. His face is red, his eyes are popping out. Yes. Like he he actually hurts his hand. He gets yeah. up and he was like, "Ow." He's he's kind of like screaming a little yeah, he's just stupid. Okay, go on. Stupid. So, in 2022, Michael's put on trial for abandoning Natalia, and he is found not guilty. I just don't, well, They couldn't take into the account that she was a child. Well, you can't abandon an adult, right? Right. I can't abandon an adult, so. I don't know how they, but. Still, she still had. Abuse. But she still had a disability, and he took her, so wouldn't that be his responsibility to take her? So, how he did. How he got I out of that is beyond me. Natalia's defense had her say use the 1989 birth date so they could go after Christine. Because I think by letting Michael get off, they were going to focus their sights because that's where the real abuse came from. Mm-hmm. Michael didn't stop it. He didn't really actively partake in it, mm-hmm. but he allowed it to happen. Yeah. So I think they were like, there's bigger fish to fry yeah. here. So, now I'm not saying Michael isn't crazy because he's so strange and eclectic. Like, he's out there. Now, Christine is the target. So, this is where we are going to stop for part two. That's right. We are bringing you a two-parter. 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 So, let us know what you think about this season one slash episode one on Natalia Grace. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It'll make you mad. I promise. But don't don't watch the second part don't yet. Don't watch part two yet. Because we're going to do part two next week. Because we're going to do part two next week. So, hold on to your britches. So, go watch part one. Follow us on, yes. on this. And then we'll talk about part two. We will talk about part two. So, let us know what you think. What you thunk. Oh, what my God. Fun? You're so tired. So tired. Let us know what you thunk about episode one. <laughs> About the first part of this episode <laughs> by emailing us at watchfordearpodcast at gmail.com. Go like and follow our Facebook page at Watch for Deer Podcast. <laughs> Go follow our TikTok because we've been posting some TikToks up in there. And y'all be safe and, and watch, watch for deer. deer.